If yeah. I see her in the dining hall, I'm like, no, 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 no. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode, 227, is entitled Uncomfortable. What's it like to go from leading the high school musical for two years straight to being a lowly first-year student at a school two hours (laughs) away? What's it like to know absolutely no one for the first time in your life? If high school was difficult socially, how much more difficult is college? Join us at the table this week as we hear from Bella Mitlow. Pull up a seat and join us. First time listeners, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com forward slash lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. And while there, you can take a relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media. And it would be great if you gave us a five star review. Bella, what specifically is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good and bad times are worse when you're alone. Romans 12.15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 minutes of the podcast and talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12.15 in Rome... We're treating it like it's lunchtime in Rome. Lunchtime. <laughs> I didn't know there was a countdown. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. That was great. Uh, that was great. That's the I way messed it up. I, I, I loved it. I have to leave. The way the opening was meant to I be today. I loved it. Just motored on through. That was great. I, no that one told great. me. You know, if I had my eyes closed, you, I, I would have thought your dad was sitting there saying all that. that was, it was seamless. Yeah. You sound just like him. That was great. Thanks. Bella, it's nice to have you back. Bella, la, la. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we also want to take a minute to thank yeah. ML and Ashley, right, for sitting at the head of the table. Marilyn, yeah. Whoops. Oh, yeah. I just, ML. Right. ML. ML, right. ML Marilyn. Know. So how, how can you also sit at the head of the table? Ooh, Eric, tell us. You can go to lunchtimeinrome.com, and you will find our webpage. It is uh, ma- uh, managed with Substack, so you can subscribe via Substack. It's very simple. And uh, you can have a seat at the table with us. Or you can send in money to the show directly, just like Breaking 90 did. Um, and you can sit at the head of the table with all of us. Breaking 90 is, uh, a.k.a. a nice guy named Paul. <laughs> who, uh, who, yeah. And, I mean, what does it mean to sit at the head of the table? Well, we still need to talk about that. Right, right, right. I mean, but you get a shout out. Details. Right now, you get a shout out, right. and we're going to talk about what that means in the future. And, yeah. it, and it includes because, like, we offering... can't we can't list every single person that subscribes every single week. Right, right, like, right. That's you know, hopefully that that'll be that would be it. We have, show. You know what? <laughs> Sometime, someday, when we have like a bunch of subscribers, like we'll have to like scroll them yeah. on oh. the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, it would be just, you know, three names. Just <laughs> We can make them really big, though. Hey, it's a start. It's a start. And I'm very grateful for what they've what they've done. And we've got some money in the bank, and uh, that's always good because there's things that we want to do to produce the show better. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and I do want to talk a little bit about the five-star reviews and everything, too. I mean, we talk we, – we intro the show with it every week. But if you get value from this, please do take a couple minutes, uh, a couple seconds, and go ahead and – you know, smash that like button, as oh. the kids say. 
um, on whatever, wherever you're listening or watching this, um, to give us that kind of feedback. It helps us with our rankings, um, you know, and we, if, if you want to share it, um, that would be great because we do want to do some, some bigger things, I think, this year. Um, and that, all that stuff is going to help us do that. So anyways, welcome Mary Lynn and Ashley and uh, Breaking 90. I keep wanting to call them Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but did we ever get rid of that, um, that gift card? No, not yet. I'm waiting on Jay for, for direction with that. Yeah. Oh, um, very lucrative gift card up for was, grabs. It was a nice gift card. But Chris, how are you? I'm I'm great. Um, why great. do I say that? Why do I just go and, oh, yeah, you know, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Not um, just fine. You said great. I know. Yeah. What's wrong with me? I don't know. I hope <laughs> you are. I, I, evidently you know nothing. You're great. You know why I'm great right now? <laughs> because I'm right here with you guys. And... Um, well, and I had coffee about an hour ago. Oh, so, so there it is. Yeah, yeah. So I, I needed that for tonight because today was my second day back at school after the Ooh. holiday break. Reentry is tough. Reentry yeah. is tough, and I I already knew this ahead of time, right? I'm I'm a veteran. I've I've done this for years, but the second day is always harder than the first day back. Like the first day, you're a little anxious about it, like oh, I got to get back. Yeah. But you're up on time. You're, I, I was, yeah. you're well rested because you just got had a like of days and days going. off. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So you got you got your you know a little bit of jump in your step because you you got to get there and get get back in the swing of things. But then the second day, it's back now you just got to do life. it again. I woke up. Remember that song from the '90s? Back to life, back to reality. Do you remember? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I woke up singing this morning because it was like almost exactly what you're saying. Like yesterday, I was like, all right, back in the swing of things, and then today I was like, all right. Back, back in the swing, <laughs> really back Dude, in the swing. And, and now yeah. that you say that, today it was harder to get out of bed than mm. it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. I call yeah. them tired. Now today obviously isn't Tuesday, but normally Tuesday is the second day of the work week. Tired Tuesdays, mm-hmm. like worse than Mondays for me all the time. Hmm. Mondays are like, eh, okay, I got to do this. Tuesday, 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 Tuesday I'm like, can I do this? It is about the like. It's the worst. If, if Tuesday was a state, it would be Kansas. No offense to people in Kansas. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's nothing there. Sorry there's no the hills. Can- not Kansas soon. Viewers. Not soon to be sponsored well, by Kansas. Yeah. 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 The state of Kansas will not sponsor. Well, no, us. The, yeah. I, I, I would venture to bet that the people in Kansas listening to this go, "Me, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> we are like Tuesday. We know. Yeah, we're not California, which is like Saturday or Friday. They're like, we get tornadoes though. Bro. Well, I was gonna say, yeah. I think it's all black and white there, which is sad for them. Oh, like yeah. it's all black and white with twisters. <laughs> I've driven. <laughs> you, once you get out of there, it turns into Technicolor. I've yeah. driven, That's what I've heard. I've driven through Kansas, yes. and it is actually black and white. <laughs> and there are tumbleweeds that come across the highway. I mean, it is boring. Yes. It is miles and miles, and then there'll be a tree, and then miles. <laughs> and, like it, Honestly, well, but, that's but what but it that is. That almost gets you more excited, because like, oh. That's, yeah. Well, how did that first, tree get first, there? First tree I've seen in Who 75 miles. Who put that miles. tree there? How do you grow? I will say we did drive through it at night, and they did have, like, so you could on. see amazing lightning like it was just going oh, across the sky because yeah. there was nothing blocking it you know that so reminds was me literally black and white for you <laughs> at night it <laughs> was it that was. reminds me of like going to the to the shore also though like the vastness of the sky yeah. like mm-hmm. we live yeah. anybody who's not from the pittsburgh area or just from a you know a hilly region like we live in a place where heavily skyline is is limited. We like don't anywhere you sky. stand, there's no. a, there's a lot of trees right. and, or a lot of hills, and it's just like, oh, the sky is up. It's very pretty. But you go somewhere like Kansas, the Atlantic the, Ocean oh, or yep. Kansas. Yeah, it's like you see for way way more sky. Yeah, yeah, miles and miles. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, there's another song. I can, I can see, see for miles. And... Who's that? The Who? 
Um, who the sure. But it, so second day back at work yeah. today, and it was kind of like the the Tuesday that was a Wednesday. The Tuesday but, of the Wednesday, yeah, of this week, mm-hmm. and um, it, <laughs> but it really was better. I was more tired today, but the kids they came back. The students, that is, they came back to school yesterday, like wired. And sometimes after a break, you don't know what to expect like sometimes they'll roll in tired Uh sometimes they'll roll in wired and it was like every class that walked in my door yesterday they weren't bad it was just like i don't know i guess they were excited to be back because there was just this high energy like everybody wanted to talk and and so it was hard to like sort of calm things down and and get things rolling for a class that kind of thing today it was much calmer so i think for them too it was like the tired tuesday it hit effect. Them. Yeah. so that, but I, you know in a good way honestly overall because then it's a little bit easier to because when you're a music teacher like me it's it's not like well it's it's more like if you're teaching high school or something like how you have a, a new class rolling in every 40 minutes yeah you know it's not like an elementary classroom teacher where they're just sort of like okay i have the same class we're settling in for the day like for me it's like start again start again start again it was like every time a new class rolls in you're like well okay what kind of energy is this one gonna have yeah so but today mostly that energy was a little milder and made things a little easier yeah you know what's funny um that you mentioned that because so yesterday um so since i mentioned this last week amy's mom passed away and her mom used to watch her on tuesdays and thursdays after preschool um, and to make things easier on everybody, including my mom, not to add any extra burden on her and whatnot, we, we asked um, Maggie's preschool if, if they would if she could do full days on Tuesday and Thursday. And they, they, they said that they could do that, yeah, which was nice. great. And one of the things on full days is they have nap time. Oh, quiet, all right. Quiet time. Yeah. Maggie does not nap. Oh. <laughs> and so it's been like she'll just lay there. Which is great. I like it's for two hours, and I'm like, oh, wow, two two hours. that's a long two time. Hours. And like, you can't have a book, you can't have a toy, nothing. You just two lay hours. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> I feel like peer pressure is a big thing. So there's so there's all these kids that were already doing it, and yes. I think she probably because the first I was like, okay, let's see how this goes. <laughs> and uh, the first day in, I went in, and they said that she did great. This was a while, you know, this was like a month ago or whatever, and. Uh, they're like, she did great. Well, yesterday, we had to wake her up to go to school because she was just like sleeping in. Yeah, first day back. And then she took a nap. Like she Whoa. actually fell asleep. Wow. I was like, wow. So like time is really catching up from being off. Like yeah. that was, but I was, I was like, that's awesome. And you know, um, but yeah, it's, we're still in the uh, very much aftermath and um, of, of Amy's mom passing and it's been, it's been hard. Um, you know, we're starting, like we said last week, we we haven't really had time to let things settle in, but things are kind of settling in and we're all having our moments and whatnot. And right Um, before the holidays, like just extra hard, extra, yeah, because we had to plow through, you know, getting everything done for the funeral and all those arrangements. And then we plowed through Christmas and, you know, so we're just, we're feeling it. We're tired. Um, but, uh. Yeah, so we're still we're still there. I think we're going to be there for a little while, um, and things are going to come in and come out, you know, because you know it's just going to be those moments we've talked about. Like you know, when my, when my grandma passed away years ago, 
it was one of those things where you know Jay talks about like it's not it's not on Christmas, it's not on Thanksgiving, it's that random Tuesday, and there was like yeah. a random day that I walked mm-hmm. into a dollar we were Dollar Tree or whatever, and there was all these things that reminded me of my grandma, yeah, and it just like hit me, you know, boom, and Amy's you know starting to get some of that, um, and it's you know it's it's been tough, but um, yeah, but. We appreciate all the support that everybody's given us, for sure. Are you guys, like, five stages of grief kind of people? Like, do you... Like, and what I mean by that is, like, do you monitor it? Like, you know, some people would be, like, very much on, like, okay, I, I think I'm in this stage right now. And I know it's fluid. Like, you can go, yeah. oh, I took it... I'm, I'm back no. in this step, or now I'm forward in this step, but... No. Yeah. I'm not either, but I know, like, my Amy I would be more so. I, I, would, I could guys, see Amy being more... Uh, thinking about that, yeah, Jay but. certainly. I bet, I bet your dad is Bella. He's got to be like he loves to monitor all those. I'm personally too lazy to do that. <laughs> I'm just feeling. I was, yeah. was going to ask you your your grandma passed away this this past year. How 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 did you process it? Um, it was weird because I got the news that she wasn't doing well and she was in the hospital right as I got out of school because we had yonder pouches. We couldn't like, Mm. I couldn't see it before. I forgot about those things. And so I was like, okay, that's not good. And Mm. then- Can you quickly explain what a yonder pouch is for those that don't know? It's the worst. It's uh, (laughs) (laughs) anyone who has used a yonder pouch will tell you that it sucks. It's just a pouch it's like gray and you put your phone in it and then you close it and it locks and the only way you can unlock it is with a special magnet that they will put them outside of the school right they don't but during (laughs) the day they take them off can a teacher unlock it yeah you get like staff workers like with them and they'll put them up at the end of the day but at during the day they're not up anywhere gotcha right but to the point for the teachers i mean it's it's it's, it is one way to kind of control the like the, the, the it's, it can be incessant yeah. at the secondary I mean, school you're, level. You're a teacher. Yeah. You, you, like, yeah, not at elementary. We're all right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I can see like the benefits. Distraction. Yeah, the, but like it, the benefits of it, but also it's yeah. like sure. Uh, yeah. So anyways, you had your phone Forced. in a yonder pouch, yeah. and you did not know. And I got out of school. I got a text from my dad that was like, "Hey, Grandma, like I forget what he said. He like fell, had a stroke, something. She's in the hospital, not doing good." And I was like. Okay. And in my brain, I was like, all right, this is the time. Grandma's mm. like going to be dead soon. Yeah. <laughs> I texted him that. I was like, so she's going to die soon? And he was like, probably. And she didn't for like two, f- like three or four days because our whole family hung out every single day. Mm. <laughs> she's like, leave. <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> well, it was a little strange because we would hang out in grandma's apartment. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, why are we why are we here? Like, it's not making me sad. I'm just like, mm, she's yeah. not here. She hit her head in that bathroom. Why are we all just chilling in her house? Mm-hmm. Huh. But did, did your dad, he, he was very fond of when he would tell stories about his mom, um, about how she was, she was like ready to go. Oh yeah. Like, was he th- open with that with you guys? With yeah. you, like you and Joe? Totally. Yeah. Well, cause we all, experienced in one way or another grandma telling us that she was ready okay right one time Mm -hmm. she had this like blue recliner in her apartment and she was like oh honey she lives on the second floor she was like oh honey if there was a fire and i was sitting in this chair i would just turn to ashes and we were like (laughs) grandma you can't say that (laughs) but like we all knew that she was like she was ready which is 
Yeah, like that. 92, I think. Which, you know, some people are a young 92. Yeah. But she was She was ready. a tiny old I'm not lady. saying she was, I mean, she was still, quite, she was, she she was lived a go-getter. Her, yeah, she, she lived on her own. Yeah. I bet you she would have kept driving if we didn't take her car. Yeah. But, um. <laughs> we didn't take her car. <laughs> we had to. We, yeah. my mom told me they said they were going to get it fixed or something and just never gave it back. Oh my <laughs> and God. And now Joe Did has she it. get into accidents? Like, no, is that the she issue? she would just speed. She would go like 50 on Jefferson. Like it was like, we have to stop her before something happens. Preventative. Preventative. Oh, like preventative it. measures. Yeah. But I guess kind of knowing that like That's funny. she had been wanting to, she yeah. was done for a while. It made it hurt less. It yeah. was still like, oh man, yeah. I don't have a grandma anymore. But it was also like, she's ha- having a great time. Mm-hmm. She is up there with all of her friends. She always talked about who were already dead. Mm-hmm. And so it hurt, but it wasn't like devastating. You know what I mean? And I mean, we could talk about this in a little bit, um, but you have, I mean, unfortunately have a lot of practice with loss and mourning. Sure You you lost a brother at a very (laughs) young age while you were still at a very young age. Mm So I was nine. Yeah. It's a Um, weird age to grief. Yeah. Weird. It's amazing. I would like to talk a little bit more about that, but let's do that in in a bit. Yeah. Um, Eric, did you have anything else that you wanted to mention? Mm -mm. Um, Okay. How about you, Brian? Yeah. Um, I was thinking about, as Chris was talking about, like the, you know, the difference between yesterday and today and, you know. Um, I took down all my Christmas decorations yesterday. You guys know I'm Mr. Christmas, but yesterday it was like I took the first one down. I was like, "All right, everything's coming down." It's <laughs> it's because I'm going it's away. A house of cards. Yeah, I'm going away this weekend. Um, I'm going to be in New York again for another week. Uh, you know, hopefully this is the big one and everything goes <laughs> good in New York. But I was kind of like, I don't want to, you know, have all the decorations up. You know, I know Lex and the kids won't be taking that stuff down. That's what I do, you know. And and so um, when you come back from your long trip, <laughs> right. yeah, and That's we so and funny. we've and we've got the we've got a you know we always get a live tree. So it's like if I don't do it now, you know, or before I leave, like it's <laughs> it's not going to be. When a dried live well, tree is not a good thing no. to was, have hanging around. It was funny because when I took it out yesterday. It was so dry. Like I lifted it above my. I was. I carried it into my backyard above my head with one with one arm. Yeah, and it was light. It was just so empty of water. Yeah, it's not good. That is a. Oh yeah. Oh my. Amy gets so scared of that. And and meanwhile, we don't even have like our lights aren't plugged in. Um, and even when they are plugged in, they're LED lights, so it's like they don't heat up too much. But she is super scared of like. She's like, we got to get that thing out of here. Very soon. You yeah. might say she has a high need of security. Oh, yeah. You know Maybe. my wife. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I did all that um, yesterday, and it was great. Um, I've had a, I've honestly had two really productive days since um, since the new year started, which has been good. It's I, I feel good about coming into this new year and, and especially, mm-hmm. um, you know, really, really hitting the ground running. Um, I've been very much into ancient civilizations right now like i've been reading and Took watching so yeah. many things on ancient civilizations yeah right christmas tree um ancient, ancient yeah ancient civilization mesopotamia wait dude that's that's young bush oh, okay. league that's right. young bush right. league neanderthals no what's your opinion on pompeii it was a volcano. <laughs> Good one. I don't know. I was just yelling out historical events. There in the city. No, there's 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 so much there's so much more be, before Mesopotamia and and Sumer and and it's fascinating. Like when you when you really think about what a pre-flood world looks like and 
you know, every culture, every major culture has this flood myth. And mm. um, so when you start to think about it, um, I watched this, uh, there's this guy named Graham Hancock, and he says, humans are a, 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 a species with amnesia. And so when you start talking about these myths that, that transcend, like they're not, it's not just a local thing, but you start to see these themes throughout our history in all of these different cultures from all over the world. He says, is it a myth or is it a memory? Yeah. You know, and I, I love huh. that, yeah. and, you know. Um, I, I, and the fact that we're a species with amnesia, um, like you see that evident every day. Like how quickly do we forget things that right. happen? Like especially you know, this a, day and age, a year. Yeah, right. We're, there's so much. There's so much input, and I think it's fascinating how God set up um, the the Hebrew, the Israelites, is when He brought them out of Egypt and set them up in um, in Israel. He had them. In the in the Levitical law, he had them all of these celebrations, all of these remembrances, right? It was mm-hmm. just like because he knows that we're going to forget things, so he's mm-hmm. like, remember, right. remember these celebrate, have these mm-hmm. celebrations every year, have these feasts every year. Yeah, you know, we celebrate our birthday, we celebrate our anniversaries and stuff like that because we're a species with amnesia, mm-hmm. you know, and if, it's important for us to remember. So, anyways, it's been really fascinating to to jump into some of this, like uh, I guess alternate history. Um, you know, just yeah, and really, a lot of it's not taught. It's not. Yeah, it's not. We're like, and and I think it's. I think it's kind of a specific thing. The more that you read into it, yeah, the more it seems to be like a, an intentional. Hey, this is what the um, this is what the party line is. You got to tell. I mean, we we all yeah. saw that during COVID. You know, um, we we've seen that in a lot of ways over the past couple of years. Like, here's what the party line says, and you need to go with it. Um, when in reality, there's a whole different world out there. So this is not like a New Year's resolution type thing for you no, that you want to. Re- you've just this is something you've been it's into. Kind of naturally yeah. happened. It is. Yeah. It's naturally happened, and it's it's fascinating. Like because I mean, I, I'm not I, like I can't sit still. Like I, I like I like to be able to sit still. Like I like to go to the beach. I like to do that. But like I need to be stimulated. I need something. You know, and I have to either be producing or. You know, at least intaking something that's going to challenge me. So, and, and ideally, I want to be doing both. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I want to be producing something. You know, playing and playing at church and doing the podcast and stuff like that. But also to have something really challenging. Um, you know, I, there's a lot of what I call twaddle out there. Just I like that. That word. sounds like a British swear word. <laughs> <laughs> you twaddle. You twaddle. You twaddle. Um, but no, like like. I think Lex brought it up in regards to kids' shows. Like when our kids were little, she's like, I don't want them watching Twaddle. I was like, that's a great word. You know, like dumb shows that have no, like at least let them get something. You know, no redeeming value, just twaddle. Right. right. And we live in an age of twaddle. Like Entertainment Tonight, like if you turn on Entertainment Tonight, that show, it's like, what? People care about this. Right. And it's so sad. Um, no offense to anybody that cares about that, um, but <laughs> sad. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so you know that's it's it's been really fun to to dig into this quote unquote alternate history and um, um, yeah. So that's really cool. So Bella, you're back from school. You're going back to school soon. Soon, like the thirteenth, fourteenth, I think. Yeah, give us a quick like update without oh, okay. without so spoiling. You're going to be here next week. Like questions coming up. What's what's your current? Like my current like status. Yeah. So you're heading back in a week or so. Yeah, in a week or so. I'm trying not to think too hard about it. I like being home, but I mean, part part of me is ready to like try my new classes and like mm-hmm. get ready for that. But also, it's like 
What are you excited about this semester as far as you, you just said, try my new classes? Yeah. I mean, I'm taking some pretty, like, not normal classes. Like, I'm taking one that's intro to corrections, which is kind of just, like, intro to jail. Huh. <laughs> and, like, why jails are like this and c- that kind of stuff. So I'm fascinated to see that. And I'm doing... Wait, what's your hmm, major? Psychology, subject to change. <laughs> oh, okay. But um, there's also... Um, intro to like assessment like psychological assessment and so i'm excited for that one so i can do it in my own brain at people (laughs) (laughs) what is that what is that Uh, intro to assessment like like psychological reading people like profiling people i honestly i'm not sure it sounds like it would be like that like Uh just like the professional way to like not diagnose but like read people i guess sure essentially She's what? gonna create the next uh, relational needs questionnaire. Uh, <laughs> nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> what um, what piqued your interest to declare psychology? Well, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like you're 100 percent sold on it. Well, it was because I like my junior year and kind of like the very beginning of my senior year, I was having like a crisis of like I don't know what to do with my life. I don't know if I even want to go to college. Da, 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 da. Like everyone, sure, pretty much has mm-hmm. right. But then I was like, I find psychology fascinating. And because everyone was kind of surprised that I didn't go into like theater or something. And the only reason I didn't is because one, I can't really dance. Like they make you dance hard. Yeah. (laughs) But I couldn't do that. And it just didn't seem like financially the right choice because you're, if I were to get like whatever the acting degree is called, I would have to. Like, audition for all the things. Yeah. You're I, setting yourself up for a very different yeah. lifestyle, yeah. a very different path. Tough. Yeah. yeah. Working second jobs. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. psychology, I was like, it's fascinating enough that I think I could find something in this broad range of yeah. psychological careers yeah. Yeah. that I enjoy. The only reason I'm on the fence about it is because I don't really feel like going to get, like, my master's. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the jobs with a psychology degree but not a master's are very small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just don't feel like spending that amount of money and time to that. Sure. But, I mean, I like the psychology stuff. I find it interesting. But Yeah. yeah it is daunting to be, like, you know, 16, 17 years old. <laughs> I hate that. And, Decide and what you're going to do for the rest of your life. I hate it. Right? Like, no. it, do- yeah. it doesn't make... I think it's backwards. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, like, I really do. Like... You you got time, yeah. yeah. And, and like we've gotten away from the um, uh, apprenticeships, you know. Like yeah, like go out and and work for this person for you know a year, six months. See if you like this kind of a thing. Um, yeah, I I, I just mm-hmm. watched Christmas Carol, you know, right before Christmas, and Mr. Fezziwig, you know, um, Scrooge goes and does his apprenticeship with Fezziwig, and but it, like that used to be the norm. You know, it, it wasn't like hands-on this, experience. Th- there yeah. wasn't like so, somewhere along the lines we developed this: go to school, get good grades, go to college, get a good job. Template and like that can be crippling for for a lot of people. It's not for everybody. And and you I have a you lot that. of people that <laughs> you have a lot of people that get into it and they do the college thing, they get their grades, they get out. Then even if it, like okay, you get it, you get a good job. Five years down the line, you're like shoot. I hate this, and I'm still in debt. Well, and you're told that like you'll get a job right out of college, and that's not the it's case. Not always the case. <clears throat> yeah, right. It's yeah. it's tough, and like to have that pressure on you, like as a as a teenager, eleventh grade, and then you like you then you figure out 
what college you're going to go to. And then, but when you still, like you said, Bella, like, you know, you're experiencing all those thoughts and now you're at college and now you're not even sure. You're not totally sure. Yeah. Right. It's, you know, like you have options. The good thing is that you pick something that has options right. and solid options. But like, it's one of those things like, yeah, we're still not sure. I'm still not sure what I want to do when I grow up. So, <laughs> you know. like, I have no idea. And you have, even though like you feel like probably the clock is ticking because you're like, okay, I'm finishing up my first semester or you have, fin- I'm about to start my second semester. Yeah. Um, you still have a long way to go. Yeah. And yeah. what's nice about Mercyhurst is that they're like chill with you changing your major. Like you can do it as many times yeah. as you want. So if I did decide, like, I want to major in this instead, they'd be like, cool. Right. Just, but yeah, guide you a little the, bit. Well, then here's here's the classes the you should take that, for yeah. this thing. But, yeah. And before we get into, like, more detailed questions for you, Bella, um, for anybody that doesn't know you, let's just give them a quick rundown. You are Jay's daughter, obviously. I'm Jay's daughter. You are <laughs> still 18? Yeah, 19, still 18. 18. Okay. 19 in March. 18 years old. Finish her first semester at Mercyhurst. Mercyhurst University. Up in snowy, eerie, eerie PA. Is it going to be snowy when you get back? Have they gotten probably. snow? Probably. I haven't been looking. <laughs> I don't want to know. Chances are it's probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. If we got snow here like we did a couple days ago, it was probably doubled up there. Right. Right. Because they're right you next up, to a lake. You go above um, I-80, Interstate 80. It's like. it's Night and day. Yeah, it's oh, up there it's, by like Titusville. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Yeah. I, yeah, it's like 10 minutes from Lake Erie. So, like yeah. on Halloween, we got like two inches of snow. Yeah. And I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> it didn't snow anywhere else in the world. Just yeah. Mercyhurst. Just there. Yeah, just, just right there. So, yeah, so Chris said, uh, finish your first semester. So, what was it like from going to everyday life being surrounded by everything you know? To a whole new world. A Meaning, like from high school world. to college, right? Yeah. yeah. Biggest transition well, of and your ho- life so home far. Home to dorm right? room. You know? Yeah. It was definitely different. I, when I first got there, I wasn't like devastated to say goodbye to my parents. Like, obviously, I love my mom and dad, but I was like, I'm ready. Yeah. Bye. They've prepared <laughs> Which you they well. were a little surprised for because Joe yeah, a little was a little than... more emotional about it. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm like, Cutthroat. You're just like, bye. <laughs> See ya. I got to unpack. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but. I mean, it was a big adjustment, especially like because of my not so great roommate problems. I was like, now I have to deal with living with someone who doesn't right. like me. You're for dealing, no reason. dealing with issues without your parents like, having your back right then and there, that kind right. of thing. Yeah, and learning how to like fend for myself in you, a type of way. You came into a kind of a nightmare <laughs> roommate scenario. Like it's it's like of of all the things that really stink, it's that way yeah. because. You're living with this person now. I have to see them all the time. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing is, like, you haven't established really solid relationships yet. Talking about, right. re- you know, a relational podcast. You haven't established those, like, oh, these are my go-to people that I can that yeah, have. So Especially lonely. at the time when, like, all of the drama was happening with my roommate. And just in short, she was just very passive-aggressive, wouldn't tell me any problem she had. And then yeah. when I confronted her about it, she got super angry and accused me of things. And whatever, she's gone now. I have a new awesome roommate. Good. And now I can say I have like three, which sounds like a sad number, but it's a big accomplishment for me. Like three people who I know I can go to and talk to. That's great. That's like a my great friends. number. Why yeah. do you need any more than three? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't. But, so that's a perfect number. Yeah. yeah. But especially back in like September, October when it was really happening. Yeah. 
my friends at the time were also my roommate's friends. You know, my roommate's name is Gina. Her name is Gina. (laughs) She was my roommate. I'm going to say it. I don't know why I was like protecting her privacy or whatever. Gina's friends were also my friends because I kind of just like walked in on them in like the common hall one day and I was Mm -hmm. like, hey. (laughs) And so it was like, I don't want to go talk to them about this because they're also her friend. And I don't. No, and I've eventually, like, now I've drifted away from that group. It's the only one I really have, like, an issue with is Gina because she's the worst. Um, <laughs> Do you still have interactions with her? Um, at, Like, once a week because we're both in the same choir. We're both in chamber choir. Mm. Uh-huh. But even then, like, we don't sit next to each other. We don't talk to each other. Sure. We... It's Especially awkward. me, I like it's so awkward. If yeah. I see her in the dining hall, I'm like, no, 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 and I just like <laughs> walk the opposite way because I don't want to see her. Well, <laughs> this this episode is titled uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah that, right. does, I, that does feel very uncomfortable. Oh, it's so Ugh. uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But with all the other people in that group, I don't talk to them anymore. But if I see them, I'm I do like a little like hey, like a little smile. Do you yeah. know what your the, what your emotional the what your highest emotional needs are? I don't remember. I've taken the quiz, but yeah. I don't. I might look that up real quick. Yeah. Um, you have that on record? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did. How, how yeah. did you... Permanent record. How did, no. how did you cope with the feeling of being utterly... Not even not even just alone, because, I mean, yes, on the one hand, you were alone. On the other hand, there was like a microscope on you of uncomfortableness. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it wasn't just even like you were, hey, I'm isolated. You were isolated physically, emotionally, um, you know, especially, again, your first semester. You've just left home. Right. You've, like, I just got here and I'm having problems. What? Right. What? Right. <laughs> with your roommate. Right. Who I live with. Not anymore. Right. But, so right. you were you were alone in one sense, but also you were completely occupied and surrounded by the very person who's making you feel alone. How did you, how did you cope through that? What did you do? I, while she was there, because the day after we had because we had like one big like blowout argument and then like the next day really late at night she moved her stuff out not all of it but most of it because her mom apparently said that if she didn't take her stuff out by that night her mom was going to come pick her up because she didn't want her living in a room with me which my mom heard that and you can imagine how that made Uh, her feel mama bear (laughs) mama bear but so luckily after that she didn't sleep in my room like after that night, mm-hmm. like after the argument, I was like, I don't want to be in here. So I slept in my friend Sydney's room and she moved her stuff out. And then it was so I was lucky for that, that she didn't stick around while she was trying to find a new roommate and just like being that awkward, silent right. thing. Make it even more awkward. But it was also very lonely being alone in that room. Yeah. Mm. Ironically enough, because I was alone. <laughs> yeah. But I was like. I have no one to talk to, and I'm just here. Yeah. So you just you just kind of did you journal? Did you did what? I mean, I don't you, have the attention span for journaling, uh-huh. but I just kind of like I was just there. I those like that like week and a half, two weeks where I didn't have a roommate. I was just kind of like doing the same thing every day. It was very Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. But then, where were you emotionally during that though? Like, um, were you hurt? I wasn't really hurt. I was just kind of annoyed by like most things. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't, you didn't necessarily, did you feel like personally attacked or was it more like, all right, you don't like me, whatever, that's on you? Um, or was it some, something else? It was a little bit of like, it felt like a personal attack, but also it was like, 
like eh, I, I don't like you you don't like me let's just leave it at that uh-huh. but like my little brain that holds grudges all the time i'm like still mad at her sure. not to this day i've let it go but <laughs> it's hard to and, do that though yeah because that is very personal yeah and the like i said the two weeks i didn't have a roommate it was very groundhog day like i would wake up go to class mm-hmm. come back take a nap go mm. to class did you scroll through your phone a lot oh yeah all yeah that most was of what it. i did you just lost yourself in like instagram yeah. and whatever yeah, yeah. but now because it's funny my current roommate they also had roommate problems and theirs were kind of worse because they the the two of them didn't talk for a, a week straight while they were still living together uh-huh. like not a single word Ugh. like their name is alex they just came up to me and were like are you still in the market for a roommate because my roommate sucks and i want a new one and i was like sure <laughs> like why not <laughs> and it's great and we you know yeah we get along super well way more than i did with gina do you guys have conversations about your first roommates at all like is there any kind of like therapy or you know kind of i mean yeah anything like that going on well <laughs> Well, and you are going into psychology, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were also a psychology major. They switched it to art therapy, but that's still Your very psychology. Yeah. yeah. They're still very psychology based, but it's art therapy now. Mm-hmm. But when they first moved in, um, Alex and I would do this thing at night where we would just like throw back and forth a stuffed animal and just like talk about whatever. Mm, <laughs> nice. Kind of like, like whoever had the stuffed animal like goes. Yeah. Well, no, we're just kind of like, catch just and playing talking. catch, uh-huh. sitting on our beds, throwing things. Not scrolling on your phone. Not scrolling, yeah. drama yeah. dumping, yeah. you know, good. the fun stuff. That is good. What'd you say, drama dumping? Trauma dumping. Trauma dumping. Well, some days <laughs> it would be more silly things, and then other days it would be like, so why was, so what happened in your childhood that affected you, like, to mm. this day? Oh, interesting. And because I love, like, the deep conversations, the deep, the TMI, I love talking about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, Yeah. Let's talk about it. Hmm. And so, yeah. So is it is it fair to say that your original roommate, you would call that like the low point of your first semester or the the lowest yeah. moment, like just dealing with that was the low point? Yeah, that was probably the lowest point of my semester. What would you consider like a high point? Yeah, what have you liked about moving on to college? Because there's some freedom in it. Yeah, there's got to be some good stuff, You're kind of, you're running the show of your day to day. I do like that I don't have to wake up at 6.30 in the morning to go to school for seven hours. When is your first class? When is my first class? Next semester, nine or ten? Which isn't awful. No, that's not awful. I think it might be 10. That's still hard for me because I hate waking up in the mornings. But Yeah, it's better than 6.30. Better than 6.30. I remember we were talking about this the other day. You had mentioned to me 10 o'clock because I had said, that's really like good for a freshman because usually they put those 100 level classes, man. Those are 8 a.m. Because the upperclassmen are like, forget this. Yeah, Yeah, so if you're at 10 o'clock now, boy, you're going to... We're going to go yeah, two was, o'clock by right by before bedtime. I know. I was lucky for sure, but um, yeah, I I like that I don't have to wake up that early. I like that I can like go to eat whenever I want. Do you, do you have, do you go to breakfast like at the cafeteria uh, or anything like that? Or? No, the breakfast closes at eleven, oh. and I'm never up if I don't have to be. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm usually. Are you a breakfast person? Not really. Yeah. I mean, some days before class, I'd have like a granola bar. Right. Yeah. But I'm not a big like get up and have a good big breakfast before mm-hmm. the day. I'm just kind of like, here's a granola bar. I'll eat that so I don't have stomach growls in the middle of class. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like the college schedule and the, you know, like the, the more control, I guess, that you have over it, um, 
it, does that benefit you? Like, I know you're talking about liking some of it. Do you feel like as a student, does it benefit you or does it make it more difficult to like, and I, I'll use a personal example. When I first started my first semester in college, with all that freedom, I ended up skipping classes, not doing homework because it's, <laughs> oh, hey, my You have to self-govern. Like, yes, yeah. Yeah. it was too much for me. Well, first of all, congratulations to you because I never made it past my first semester. I went to Pitt <laughs> Johnstown, and after about the halfway point of my first semester, I just quickly went to class. And then by the end of that first semester, I was... I was just done. I yeah. just I just decided to live in Johnstown. So congratulations to you for successfully finishing <laughs> your first semester. Thank you. And do you find that it's easier or would you prefer like a high school type of schedule where you're just like get in, do it all and get out? I like the college more because it's like they're not all one after the other. Like I mm. this past semester I had a class at 10 and then I had a class at 2 and that was it. Yeah. And those are my classes for the day. What do you do in, in that in that middle time? Are you the type of person that you're like, okay, I have this work to get done from my ten o'clock class. Nap. Let me do it. Before. <laughs> oh, you're to cut you off. Oh, nap. you're my kind of person. All oh right. yeah, yeah, I would. So you sleep in and then you nap. Yeah, I'd sleep nap. Second, second sleep. <laughs> second, second sleep, just like Jay. But <laughs> the skipping class, it is. <laughs> It has. It does become like a thing where it's, you do it once and you're like, yes, oh. it's tempting. It's tempting. It's like, oh, nobody's gonna call me on this. Right. Like, I maybe I could just do it again. Yeah, the only one I would really do that for was my 10 a.m. my research and writing class, mostly because I it's research and writing. It's research and writing, but I still forced myself at least like because I had that class Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so at least two days out of the week. I would force myself to go mm -hmm. if I decided to skip, but it it gets you. You you just sit in bed and you're like, I could just not go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I should. That's but a, yeah. we're not going to do anything. Giant test of being a it, responsible yes. human being. Oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, Eric and I work from home, and you know, I, I I know for me there are days where I'm like, all right. I mean, even as a 46 year old man who's been doing this for a while, all right, Brian. Come on, you got to do something today. Got, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got to do something. You got to do something. I, like, I, I try to make a list. That's my that's my thing. I make a list. And, then, and, I, then I'll feel like I, you know, productive. Yeah, you know, and checking I, things. I off. think yeah. I think you can. I think you can have those moments where you're like, all right, I didn't, I didn't do that thing or whatever. I didn't go to that class. But I think like you have you have to look, remember that it's very cumulative, and it's like by the time I get to the end of this thing, I better be able to deliver. Right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. So yeah, miss a class or two here. Don't make it a habit, and just remember that at the end of the day, like you better be able to perform when you need right. to perform. You yeah. Know? Like I made sure I was still fine on projects and essays and tests and stuff in that class, which there weren't many tests or projects. It was more like essays, but I made sure to always. Like, keep up with them and make sure I wasn't falling too behind. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. So, would you say that things have stabilized for you? Do you feel more optimistic about where you're going? I mean, that, that was a pretty brutal entry. Yeah. To, yeah. Uh, in, in, you know, <laughs> yeah. A lot going so, on. Like yeah. you, a lot happening. You graduate high school and you end up with this, like, roller coaster of... Well, first of all, like like everybody does, like okay, what's the next step? Life is going to change, no well, matter again, what. You graduated high school on kind of a like you were in that. Like, yeah, again, the music leading the musical. You know, you had a pretty good friend group. You grad I, to, from what? Like, I mean, I know you pretty well and watch you pretty well. From what I saw, you you know, you kind of ended your high school on a high. I did. Then to go into that, like, boom, that's that's such a punch to the yeah. gut. It yeah. was weird. <laughs> and you have, like we've said, immediate roommate problems, and now yeah. a nice roommate, and, and up and down. Room. And uh, yeah, like so, Brian yeah, said, where like, yeah. how are you feeling now? It's very much like 
if I was a boat, <laughs> like the waves have settled down for the moment. That's and good. Hopefully they'll stay pretty mellow. Like I know eventually there's going to be some big waves and things sure. to like mess me up and throw me off my path. But I mean, I'm ready for it. I I feel like nothing could be as bad as my first semester. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and usually, I mean, it's not like bad things can't happen. But yeah, like yeah. The, it's tough starting out. Yeah. And once it becomes more like like once you start to feel like and maybe this has already happened for you, like you start to feel like, oh. I, I belong here. Like, I, I am a college student. I, you know, Mercyhurst is like a, I mean, maybe second home is too strong a term, but it's like, this is this is my place, yeah. you know what I mean? And you start to feel like you belong. Yeah. I feel that a little bit, not super hard yet. Yeah, but yeah sure. I'm well, definitely, yeah, I feel like that'll come around. Yeah, but I've definitely gotten more comfortable, like, in myself, if that makes sense. Because back in high school, I'd, like, wake up every day, put on makeup, put on a nice outfit. Mm-hmm. I wear sweatpants all the time now, and I don't care. So I think that means that I'm getting more comfortable, even though this is an uncomfortable episode. Well, and you seem to talk more positively, especially compared to, like, I remember uh, having a conversation with you, like, maybe October-ish. Um, and you were in the midst of it, right? Like, yeah, the, the down the times. Like, it was... And I was like, I hate it here. Yes. And now I'm like, it's pretty, pretty all right. Pretty all right. I know you're doing, like, chamber choir and stuff, but are you doing any theater stuff? Um... I tried to do theater stuff. I'm in an acting class. There was a play okay. in the fall. It was called The Government Inspector. And I auditioned and didn't make it, which didn't hurt too bad because I was yeah. already like, it's college. I'm and not gonna... you're a freshman, first yeah. semester. I'm sure there's going to be freshman. other opportunities come. Yeah, there yeah. is. There's yeah. a musical coming up. The auditions are January 30th. It's a musical I've never heard of, but I looked it up. It's called A Three Penny Opera. All I right. don't know. Someone Google it. You're gonna go out for it. You're gonna audition. I'm gonna try. Yeah. Cool. It's a different. It's a different audition process than high school, though, because in at at least Penn Hills, they would give you music from the show, mm. and you would mm-hmm. sing it. But in college, and more like professional type, because they're setting you up for mm-hmm. your future. Professional, more like type. an interview. Yeah, sixteen bars. Yeah, you have an accompanist. You choose your song, and I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to do that. But I asked my acting teacher who also does the plays and the musicals and he was like no yeah like like he helped me along with figuring out like Mm -hmm. you do something that's similar to the show but you don't do something from the show like yeah you do some miley cyrus or something (laughs) hannah montana (laughs) (laughs) do you feel like you've you've had the benefit of growing up in um a community you know specifically your family um but this this community sitting around the table, you know, in effect for for quite a while um, and understanding even the concept of emotional needs and relation, you know, relational needs and things like that, um, where most people, most adults have never even thought right. about this. Yeah. You know, let alone, um, you know, people of your age and, and generation and things like that. Do you feel like being able to see, have you... Do you see through the lens of this? I mean, I would imagine to some degree you probably have to. Yeah. Um, and and how do you feel? Did that help you? Do you feel like that helped you at all during the turbulent time? And and do you feel like you're able to see things that other you know students um, and and people your age would miss? And does that help you or hurt you? I definitely have noticed like that I am more emotionally intelligent than a lot of the people at my school because my friend Sydney has talked to a couple dudes, you know, 
like she's doing stuff at college and they all like the reason they didn't like work and i'm like oh my gosh like this is like he's such an awful like supporter and comforter like he's terrible at comforting and i'm like i sound like my dad (laughs) (laughs) i am jay mitlow now (laughs) well i love when you talked about your conversations with your new roommate and tossing the the stuffed animal back and forth and you're like so what what things from your childhood you know hurt (laughs) you and stick with you yes because obviously that's a that's a a foundation of what we talk about is that like Mm -hmm. childhood hurts don't go away no they don't so (laughs) and i couldn't look up your your results because i have a feeling you probably took the emotional needs questionnaire on paper at some point i think i did yeah on paper and not on the on the google doc oh we, we gotta have. get you on that um get on the doc. but i'm curious because like <laughs> that would be like a i would feel like that's like a sense of belonging like doing something like that i very much appreciate belonging i yeah. hate feeling like oh i'm the odd one out here okay great so and I, that kind of like gets you into that deeper relationship like bringing up those heavy topics bringing up those 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 big things from the past and like having yeah. that conversation with yeah. your roommate with creates the, a bond yeah a bond. right yeah. and then you guys are tighter because of it that's i think yeah. that's awesome and i just like <clears throat> knowing things about people because eventually you find something that you have in common mm-hmm. yeah so right. you all like me and alex both have like I don't know. We have similar experiences, so I'm like, I know that like you will get what I'm talking about if I ever need to come to talk to you about this thing. Yeah. And it's also good to know, like, oh, they're in the same situation as I am, or they've experienced something I've experienced. So it is nice to like know about that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I remember knowing that you have a higher need for support, whereas your mom has a need for encouragement and, and cause we've talked about in the past, like oh, yeah. the difference between <laughs> encouragement and support where encouragement's like, yeah, you can do this. You can do this. I got you. I got your back. Whereas support's like, I don't want you to tell me I can do this. I need you to come along. And like sh- they've used the context of clean your room. Hey, I was going to say, we're going to hey, call Bella, you out. Bella. I know you can clean your room. <laughs> um, and you're like, okay, can you okay. help me come clean my room? Yeah. Can you help me with so, this? <laughs> yeah. So I know that that's, I know that that's one of them. And that's so like, does Alex help you clean your dorm room? Honestly, sometimes <laughs> if I'm too lazy to do something, they'll be like, yeah, I got it. And then they'll just do it. And I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> like yeah. you didn't have to. It's yeah. always funny when like they do something nice for me and I'm like, why are you doing this? <laughs> What's the catch? <laughs> like, well, you've, you've had, you've had, a, I mean, in your 18 years, you've had a lot that that you've been through yeah you know again uh, the loss of your brother at he was six you were nine yeah um and i wanted to ask you a little bit about being a pastor's kid mm. um how has that shaped your worldview how has that shaped um your humanity um was there did you do you feel um did you feel pressured do you feel pressured or under a microscope or how you know has it adversely affected you has it been good you know what I mean? I feel like it hasn't really changed my view on people, but people's view on me. Sure. Because I tell people like, oh, yeah, my dad's a pastor. And immediately they're like, oh, we can't say da 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 around her. And right. I'm like, I'm really not yeah. that uptight, dudes. <laughs> like, I'm fine. <laughs> like, yeah. But I definitely like being around my dad so much. I definitely see things from a different angle than someone whose dad wasn't a pastor or mm-hmm. just someone whose dad didn't know that much about emotional needs. Right. So growing up with that, it was nice. Like it does give me like a leg up on knowing things. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I feel like <laughs> I, Jay and I always joke that um, he, he's like, 
you know, Trey, my son that passed away because for as close as close as we are now, I wasn't there during the Trey years. I met mm. Trey one time. And right. it's so bizarre to like in retrospect think about that. Right. But being kind of an outsider and watching your family go through those years, knowing that you, you know, you and Joe, like I thought back to my childhood and like, I couldn't even imagine losing a sibling, um, being, being a young, you know, a, a, a kid. Um, I think that, y- I think that you had a very good, like your dad and mom brought you guys through that in such an amazing way. Mm. Um, and I think that, you know, while there's probably a lot of trauma, maybe not a lot of trauma, but you know, like it was a tough time for you. I'm sure you're still processing things, but I think that them having like that, that was a huge advantage for you to be, for them to lead you through things like the way that they did. Oh yeah. Having the parents that I have shout out Jane, Rachel, woo. They did oh, a, Rachel's listening right now. I'm sure she'll listen probably, again tomorrow. Oh, yeah. She was saying, she was like, do you want me to listen to it live or do you want me to listen to it later? And I was Aww. like, whatever oh, she'll actually, you she'll want, actually Listen, to that's how much she loves you <laughs> because wow. she never she listens. She never listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> now she's getting called out. <laughs> I will call but, everybody out. But the way they like, for Trey specifically, like talked us through it, like Trey's fighting a battle right now and he might win and he might not win. Mm-hmm. It made it hurt less. It still hurt, obviously, but it was sure. like I was more prepared for it than if they like just didn't tell us anything and just yeah. kind of kept us in the dark. And so Right. They yeah. treated they treated you not necessarily as adults, but with respect. People with feelings. <laughs> they yeah. they treated you as if they saw you. Yeah. As if they saw you. Right. And that's I think one of the things that that it, again, from my outside perspective that impressed me the most going through it was you didn't get lost in what could have been a black hole. Right. You know? Yeah, like for sure. They, they were obviously dealing with so many things, but they still took time to see you and, and make you feel seen and heard and Joe at, you right. know, as well. Even in like ways that aren't like normal, like when they made shirts for trade, they made sure to make a shirt for me and a Mm -hmm. shirt for joe like it wasn't Mm -hmm. all like how some people who have siblings that had a disease they'll call themselves like glass children Mm. or it's kind of like all the focus is on the sick child Uh, and they're like what about me like i very much was like noticed and aware yeah and like people still knew about me and asked about me and stuff so i was very grateful for that yeah i think you're an interesting contradiction um (laughs) because you were the lead in the musical for the past couple of years. You love performing and, you know, being on stage, but at the same time, um, like there's very much a part of you. It's like, oh, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Would you call yourself an introvert? Yeah. Like- I, it's funny when I say, cause I remember saying this during musical ones, like I have, I kind of have like social anxiety. I don't like doing things in public. Cause they were like, Oh, during take arounds, we should do like a flash mob. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. And they were like, how do you not want to do that? Like, yeah, you do shows all the time and I'm like, that's different. Like I'm not, I mean, I am me, but I'm also, I have a duty. I have a role up there. Mm. So in social situations, it's kind of hard for me to like do small talk, but I can manage through it in a way that is normal. (laughs) That's a good point. I think there's a difference between performing and like you said, having a role and just going out and trying to be an attention seeker. Right. You know, if yeah, like if I'm just in public as me, 
and something happens that draws attention to me, I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah, no thanks. <laughs> and you, for anybody not watching, she's doing, and you feel like, it mentally, but you're physically <laughs> like, yeah, shrinking like shrinking down. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I mean, it's, I think that's, it's wonderful to hear in this age of narcissism and, you know, people that just like, they're doing anything to get attention. Mm-hmm. You're just like, eh. You know, it's that's not my thing. Like, <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you see me, sure, cool. Yeah. But I don't want everyone seeing me <laughs> unless I'm on stage. So again, <laughs> I think it'd be interesting to see your relational needs um, results because, like, it, that attention would be a weird one. Like, because again, you mm-hmm. like to you like to, you know, put yourself out there, but then you don't like right. w- a, a certain type of attention. Yeah, I like attention when I want it you know what i mean yeah. like if it's unnecessary like for no reason attention i'm like no thanks yeah but yeah. if there's a reason i'm getting attention like i'm in a show or i'm singing for blah, 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 blah. that's yeah. fine because i probably did a good job and people are gonna tell me what a good job i did <laughs> yeah. but if i'm just in public and everyone's looking at me i'm like no <laughs> stop <laughs> what have you learned good or bad or indifferent from joe we had Joe, Joe on. We had Joe, <laughs> Joe and Ben on last week, and it was a really good conversation. Um, what? What? Do you look up to Joe? Do you resent Joe? Like, well, like what? What? What do you? What's your relationship with spill Joe? Spill the like? tea, Bella. Yeah. What's Come your on. relationship with Joe like? How? How has he influenced you um, for the positive? Um, what? What do you? You know, what are your thoughts? It's funny because Joe and I, when we were younger, we were very much those siblings that like fought all the time. Would just like physically, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Joe knew jujitsu, so he always won. But nowadays, like, we are, I feel very, very close. Like, we'll just, in the car, we'll talk about whatever, and we're cool to talk about anything. And uh-huh. so, yeah. and I do kind of look up to him in a way that, like, he's, str- like, strong and resilient in mm-hmm. school and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he might, he had mentioned he's, he has been having some trouble with uh with computer science mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know which it's it's crazy for me to to hear joe struggling because he you know he's he is really and, and ben too you know right. they're both especially... it was strange for me too i was like whoa you're like <laughs> not perfect at all of the math <laughs> <laughs> yeah because yeah it was always joe was the math sibling and i was the very much not the math sibling because i'm not good at math <laughs> yeah and your dad just texted us to say that um he, he was typing. He was just typing that. Oh, Bella has a high need for support, as we were talking about <laughs> uh, relational needs. And um, but we had we had come across that. It's you the whole. It's the whole it. dirty. The 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 oh. messy room story. Our stream just finished. Our stream died. So yeah. I don't know. Eric disappeared. We know that. Yeah, the, the internet went out. So anybody who's listening later, it doesn't affect you. Oh, the internet went out. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, it's all right. I see. Oh no. All right. Well, but um, Bella, your picture looks nice. Yeah, uh, they'll, they'll see that it's a good eventually. Good picture too. of me. <laughs> yeah, we're still recording the show. We are oh, recording yeah. the show. Yeah. Um, our, our sponsors are going to be mad at us though for not <laughs> right. staying on there. Oh wait, yeah. we don't have any. We're going to lose uh, thousands of dollars. Yeah, we're not from getting this. sponsors thousands. from Kansas. We're not getting sponsors nope. from Entertainment Tonight. <laughs> <All> nope. <laughs> There's a lot. Who else? We have did, a long list. Who else of... did I offend? Oh, uh, I don't know. Who else did I offend? I said something else. <laughs> we have a very short list of potential sponsors and a very long list of people who will never sponsor us. <laughs> right. We, you. We will not sponsor you ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bella, we want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. 
It was great to have you on again. Oh. And um, we're going to have to get you to take that relational needs questionnaire. I know. And maybe we can give everybody online. an update on all about you next week. All about but, me. Um, wait, wait. Where can they find the relational ooh, needs questionnaire? Ooh, well, let's talk segue. about that. So here we end episode 227. And if you too would like to take our relational needs questionnaire, you can go to lunchtimeinrome.com. And while there, take your relational needs questionnaire, check out all the different. Uh, information that's there as far as like uh subscribing and and becoming uh part of the table head of the table um and we're going to continue next week with bella heading back to school and jay will be back and ethan ethan will be on ethan will be on sometime soon either next week or yeah well i I was thinking he might be able to fill in for me next week maybe not focus on him just have him fill in as you know we'll just call him brian just a dude call him brian yeah we'll just do he's just a dude longer haired brian All right, guys. Well, that's it for tonight. Thank you for joining us for episode 227 for Lunchtime in Rome. See you next week. Ciao. Bye. Bella, what specifically (laughs) is this podcast about? Quickly explain what a yonder pouch is for those that don't know. It's the worst.